Hello everybody and welcome back to the Moms Can Relate podcast, a platform for mothers to get to share their exciting and dynamic journey of motherhood. My name is Debbie Bissoon and I am the founder and host of the podcast uh, and the official Moms Can Relate movement. Thank you all so much for joining me again. If you haven't done so before, please go on ahead over to my Instagram platform. It's called Official Moms Can Relate and like it, follow the movement. And we also want to hear from you. So send us an email at momscanrelate at gmail.com this podcast this platform is aimed at getting mothers to talk about their experience as mothers in a very open vulnerable and candid way this is a no judgment zone we all know that we all go through this experience in a very unique way and so we wanted to create a very safe space for us to be able to talk about all the things that we really really want to get out and talk about so just in case our story could really help somebody else we want to offer that uh, to them so make sure that you go on ahead over by the Instagram platform. We also have a Facebook platform and a YouTube platform. So like it, follow the movement and be a part of it. So for this week, we're going to be talking to one of the founding members of the Moms Can Relate movement. Her name is Janella Persius. And if you did watch the Moms Can Relate series that we did earlier this year, Janella was one of the mothers who spoke openly and honestly about her journey into motherhood and her experience with postpartum depression and anxiety. Janelle is also a really good friend of mine. So of course, when we sat down to talk, it was like girlfriend talk. So let me just caution you from now that this will not be a very formal interview. Uh, we talk like two girlfriends at a bar. So I want you to sit back, relax, enjoy. If you can in fact relate to our story and you'd like to share yours, we want to hear from you. So drop us an email at momscanrelate at gmail.com. We also want to encourage you to support the podcast. There is a support button. Please click on it and feel free to support us in any way that you desire. We intend on doing some really big things for the end of 2018 as we approach it and also going into 2019 where we can reach so many more mothers and we can do more with the content so your support is highly appreciated so without further ado please sit back relax and listen so this is what side into my phone oh okay right, so, so we're in a similar bad. position this is like a month within i get in this phone yeah yours is really bad though yours it looks like scrambled eggs okay so what she does is that she takes it and she literally flings it on the floor Tries to put the battery back in. She tried, yes, by hitting it. Yes. Like, okay. Yes. Okay. So it's a thing. So I have not gotten another phone, and I don't think I will because it makes no sense. I was wondering if something was wrong with Sai when he was throwing on everything. And I mean, like, may I say, okay, well, something must be wrong with this child because other children don't do this. It's just my own. I know. I know. So she just started school. So this morning, I have to literally run off for the picnic. Come put on your diaper. Oh, by the way, did I tell you that we stopped using the regular diapers? I had you to use pull-ups. I have to because she doesn't want to lie down to put on her diaper. So my mother is like, "Cause my yeah, I'm my, not doing this." My own start crying on the whole place as well. Like him don't want sit. Yes. Or he just want to. Bath time is the worst. Bath time, you'd think I am crucifying this child to a cross. Debbie. Anybody overhearing him screaming would have probably called his soaker or something for me. But doesn't, say, he, doesn't he like bath time sometimes? No. My pretty do not like. You know what he likes? Debbie, Brushing we can't his take teeth. off my wig though. I know that we're doing no, so that's fine. You, you see the camera up? <laughs> this huh? is why this is audio. <laughs> I like. Listen, I only wear my wig when I'm, when I'm in. Um, no, honey, that's fine. See my little Are you hearing so lovely though? I know. Well, yeah, we are. We gotta do, girl. That's lovely though. Is that great? 
weren't you doing something the other day? Yeah, this is sister locks. Oh. So this is part one of the process. So I groom it again in probably about three weeks. Okay. Yeah. Don't. Are you cut it off when? And I, why? No, girl. I was going through this really rough time, my girl. I didn't like. Ah, I felt that this my. I felt as if my world was crumbling, and I didn't. Just during the time. I with, just cut off my hair. I, I no, but I cut off my one too. So like. Postpartum happy mm-hmm. girl. I cut it off. I didn't know who I was. All right, so here we are. It's a madman. So, Nella Nella, yeah. <laughs> welcome back to the Moms Can Relate. Yes. Of course, you are like the what? The founding member? One of the founding yes, members of the I Moms am. Can Relate Club? I'm official mom of 2017. <laughs> Don't it. That's how we got there. Don't it. Oh my God. And it has been just a whirlwind. Um, I must say thanks to everybody though, because a lot of people, since we did the video, uh-huh. reached out thanking us for doing something like that that gave other mothers the opportunity to feel brave enough to talk about all their struggles talk about their journey to be okay with it you know so that's the reason why i even started the podcast because i said boy you know and of course motherhood has not allowed me to be very consistent in putting out the content either okay by the way i really love the one with your mom that was awesome Well, I'm hoping that this will become somebody's favorite. You are one of my favorite persons. Yay! Let me tell you why. Because you own your story. Yeah. And it it made me... The funniest thing... Let me tell you. I I think I did call it and tell you this. That when you were there talking about all the things that you went through with postpartum... Right. That I was like, okay. In my head, I was like, but this is what I'm experiencing right now. Oh, really? Yes. I was like, I feel like this. Check. When you you started listening, I was like, check. I was like, oh, shit, all right, uh, should I go talk to somebody? Like, what is this? And then, of course, Miss I Can Conquer the World All by My Lonesome. Yes. Did nothing at all, including not taking the required vitamins and the stuff that the doctors tell you after birth you are to yes. take. So the prenatals, of course, my fear was getting pregnant quickly after, right. you know. So I stopped taking prenatals, and I also stopped taking vitamins because... Just being consumed with the whole this thing. This is after. This is after. Okay. Uh-huh. So postpartum anxiety chipping in, and I'm starting to experience like more severe, um, you know, severe symptoms of it. That I when I googled, I found out that this was what it was. Yes. So I I swore at one point I I hallucinated for sure. Yes. I knew um, every time when it was around my time of the month, I had like severe deja vu experience to the point yes. where I wanted to throw up. I had severe mood swings and one minute more I'm cry, one minute I'm talking about the world, one minute I'll be like sigh, one next time I don't like him, you know? But I said, it's a good grace of God, why nothing more happened? I remember one day, one night, I called a friend of mine, I said to her that I'm leaving my door open because I feel like I may not see tomorrow because I really feel like I was going to die. I'm like, sigh beside me, I was at my apartment and not at my father's house, mm. and I said, Size beside me is in the bed, but I feel like tomorrow probably not going to come. And it was a clear sign of the fact that my nervous system was compromised. And that time you weren't aware. No. You just know that you were feeling a particular yeah. way. Okay, yeah. I feel you. Yeah, girl, that was it. So was it? Yeah, it was it. And then thank you too, because when you showed me the vitamins that you got, mm-hmm. I got right on it you did. because i had no idea that we had to take vitamins after i yes. did not know or probably the doctor said it and i ignored that piece of advice because mm. you know you just want to have baby and done and but get back no. to your normal yeah. life right but it's not that simple it's not it's not that simple 
but thank you because even after i took the vitamins mm-hmm. started to oh god debbie i don't exercise as much yes me either honey <laughs> <laughs> but i love you <laughs> but i started feeling a little better about myself in terms of my energy levels mm-hmm. it went up and you know mm-hmm. but yeah so thank you too yeah and Has, thank you for allowing me to release because you. i held that inside of me for so long because i was so embarrassed yeah um and i realized it's like a taboo topic mm-hmm. for a lot of women and then you remember that post serena williams um yeah. she put on instagram and i was mm-hmm. like wow it's not just us yeah you know what i'm saying and i think many mothers out there go through it and they're afraid because of all the stigma around it that they, yes. that people will start thinking oh you're getting crazy yes. or you're not able to manage this whole thing that's happening to you or is that like a something get over it which oftentimes comes from our male partners yes. who don't understand they don't understand they don't understand bless their hearts i know they love us but they don't understand the process nor are they because of this misunderstanding able to be very patient with us So you It's know, like get over yeah, it. Get over it. So yeah. what are you doing? Why do you look like that? Why yes. haven't you combed your hair? Yes. <laughs> you know. That's exactly. And you're like, I don't I feel, feel like combing my hair today. I don't feel like going anywhere today. I just want to stay in a dark room exactly. and be by myself. But then you hear the wow, like oh. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I've come a long way. You have. I have. You have. And I think the healing started. that Sunday. Yeah, it did. Oh wow. When I went into that car, I cried, I cried, I cried. Girl, you going to make me cry now. Honestly, Debbie. Let me tell you why. And big up Crystal Tomlinson because she just released her book Kill Fear. Get it, guys. But Crystal in her book, the very essence of it spoke about killing fear, and I remember I was so close to not doing that show. Oh god. You don't know what you, you are did the for me. You were the one who allowed me to do the show. You know why? Because why? it was Ada Zulu's birthday or your birthday and you went on Instagram and spoke about yes. it. And I said, "Oh my god. This is it." That was and a I, sign. you're the first person I called. That was a sign. You're the first person I called to be a part of the show. Debbie, you 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 what that recording did for me. I don't think I can explain in words, but I cried when I left the building to the time I got home and then I just felt as if this huge weight right just it just like it just disappeared and I want to say thank you so much and I think I said it to you before yeah. I'm very thankful mm-hmm. for that moment yeah. for being allowed to express myself yeah. in a way that I had not expressed myself before mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was just Did you speak to any doctor or anybody at all about it? Never. I'm saying I never spoke to anyone. It was it is something that like you I was going through it by myself right. because I felt as if I can do this. Right. But then there is there's a hell of a thing when you speak about something. Yeah. It it's it's like very therapeutic. It is. You know? It But is. then there's this culture If I were to tell my mother, okay, I'm going to go see a psychologist because I feel of a particular way. Mm-hmm. She is going to instantly think, "Oh, are you you going crazy or something?" You see, they don't yeah. they don't necessarily. I think it's our culture in the Caribbean. Yeah. If you're going to see a shrink, mm-hmm. that means something wrong with you. Exactly. You know what kind of way? Exactly. So I never had that avenue to express myself um or to speak about this mm-hmm. particular thing and like you said about the partner he was like really JP seriously mm-hmm. come on you'll be fine get over it right. you know kind of a way so yeah. thank you you're welcome honey yes you're welcome but i'm great now i yes, feel so good. Good. 
perfect. Oh my good, good, good. Because you're so good. I it was it, I was after talking to a friend of mine who's also a mother. Mm-hmm. Um, that she said to me that she also went through postpartum. Right. And she said what was recommended to her is what she gave to me. I mean, of course, we're recommending that if you are experiencing some kind of symptoms of imbalance, and usually it's an imbalance of your hormone level after my reading, um, I can't prescribe because I'm not a doctor, of course, <laughs> but just because of my own research. But it says that it's, it's an imbalance in, in your hormones um, and in the, in the levels in your body. So, of course, we're recommending to go and speak and speak to a doctor and right. to get like a, a, a good diagnosis uh, and also a direction in terms of the things to take. Right. But she was able to tell me, Debbie, your nerves are compromised. B100. Go to the health food store, order B100, yes. and that spans all the B vitamins that, that are actually going to help your nervous system overall. So not B1, B2, B3, B4, B5, but B100. And it then works. I also bought Alive One A Day. Yes. And Alive One A Day is actually made up of, of vegetables and fruits yes. only. So it wasn't like no, you know, concoction made in a lab or that kind of thing. I mean, it's, of, course, of course it made the lab, but yeah. it wasn't anything genetically engineered. Right. It was from fruits and vegetables. And it has been so good. And general, trust High me. High five. It has Thank been. You. Honey, can I tell you something? Yes. It is the closest I've felt to Debbie soon before yeah. Sai. No, I, I totally honest to God. And when you when you I went I purchased it like probably the following day. I could not wait mm-hmm. because at that point anything I would try anything. anything once. Because I didn't want to feel that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, Debs? Mm-hmm. I, I seriously I think I'm still going through it a little. Yeah. Um in terms of my identity. Of course. And then, you know, but yeah, I'm 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 in a better place. Yeah, and you know, it. I wouldn't say that it gets better from here because you're not me. <laughs> yeah, but you have, but but <laughs> you have to be optimistic. It yes, does. but it does. it's all good, and yeah. I feel awesome. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. And thanks to moms, I can relate because yeah. I like reading the stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, because you see things that you can relate. I mean, it's it's just amazing. Yeah. yeah. All right. So. So, can you remember, I remember you talking about it in the filming, but the first time, you know, you, you realized that, okay, something is off here. I think it was when I came home from the hospital. Mm-hmm. It was probably about 2 o'clock in the morning. I was breastfeeding, and I was feeling very lightheaded. And then I remember saying to myself, who am I going to give this child to now? Who am I going to... I, kept saying it who am I going to give her to who am I going to give her to and then I was hallucinating because it was a Sunday morning a Sunday 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 yeah, early Sunday no it, it was no, let's not call it Sunday morning it was mm-hmm. it was more like Monday because mm-hmm. it was 2 a.m. right right so it was Monday morning early Monday morning now the night the night before I was watching Real Housewives of Atlanta so I was saying to myself oh I can probably take her to the old lady gang now the old lady gang is a restaurant I don't know if you watch Real Housewives of Atlanta mm-hmm. it's a restaurant owned by Candy Candy Burrell or whatever her name is right okay. so she had just opened a restaurant called old lady gang mm-hmm. so I'm saying to myself oh I wonder if the old lady gang is wants she the one married to the NBA player no, she's the one who married the accountant on the show. Okay, oh, gotcha. All right. Okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> yeah, and I just saying maybe I should give her to the old lady gang. Maybe I should give her to the old lady gang. And I know that I was hallucinating because I was like, what am I saying? But then mm-hmm. it just, you know, I was feeling very lightheaded and like everything was going around. Anyway, that passed. 
And then the day after, I was walking her outside and I just wanted to fling her away, mm-hmm. like fling her down the yeah. stairs. Mm-hmm. So I held her very um, close to my chest and then I just went inside because I knew that this was not natural. Yeah. And if I had to follow mm-hmm. my instincts or follow how I was feeling, I would have probably fling her down the stairs and yeah. I was like, I live on the fourth floor. Mm-hmm. So Debbie, when I became consciously aware, I was like, Oh God, never again will I judge a woman mm-hmm. who leaves her child at the trash can mm. or who leaves her child at somebody's doorsteps or who oh, leaves wow, a baby at Riverton Landfill because this is how I was feeling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, you know, you hear the stories all the time. Oh, baby found somewhere, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. It's because the mother is going through postpartum. Yeah. And people don't know. And they don't know. Yeah. And there's postpartum depression. There's postpartum anxiety. There's, yes. There's, there's a lot of postpartum experiences. Exactly. You know, and, and it's not a one-size-fits-all kind of no. thing. And not every woman, because when I, eventually when I spoke to my mother, oh, but I had two, I had three, three of you and I never went through this. She probably didn't even know. She didn't know. She probably didn't know. Because that was back in the day, you know? Yeah. Where it was, again, taboo. Mm -hmm. And where the doctors back then, they did not necessarily speak about that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Girl, it was awful. It was really awful. Mm -hmm. But thank God. Yeah. And how how has everything... What are some of the lessons... You you mentioned that, of not judging women when they make the decisions they, that yeah. they make you know and sometimes society come down so hard yes. on mothers because again you're just expected she? to bring a whole human being into this yeah. world and then just snap back yeah Oops. including the exercising as well but debbie what i now that, now that we're speaking about yeah. it, it also occurred to me that from before like when i just found out i was pregnant i also went into a depression and again it was the hormones mm-hmm. so perhaps what i should have done when i you know in hindsight i should have probably had the conversation with, with my your doctor, doctor right which i did not have mm-hmm. and then she probably spoke about postpartum depression and all of them something there but i never took it seriously mm-hmm. because i thought oh no i'm having a wonderful pregnancy like shit, i should just you know mm-hmm. yeah i should have done that and i yeah. would probably advise um, people who are expecting, ladies right. who are expecting that, have the conversation. Mm-hmm. You know have what I'm an honest conversation. Yes. Because, you know, I mean, pregnancy can maximize some very, very small things. Yeah. So, Debbie, this is, this is it. I lost a lot of weight. In fact, I looked sick. I lost a whole lot of weight. I didn't want to eat. And I guess, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't want to eat. My clothes were big. I mean, I lost a whole lot of weight i was like super skinny first time you attempted to exercise after your c-section i remember going to patrice it was a couple of well how long was it i think it was it was once i was three months uh-huh. three months and um doctors that said to me you know just give it some more time and you know i did that i went back to patrice went back to the doctor first uh-huh. doctor said okay we can start doing some light exercise i started doing it but i started feeling sharp pains in my belly again yeah and so I stopped and I have not been back until like probably on and off since um, last month or so. At least you've been on she and off. Me all At the least time. you've she been said, on and Debbie, off. Every Monday you come in. Every Monday. Oh no, I can't see you. Every Debbie, Monday you come in. At least you've been on and off. I don't think I, I don't, I've never started. 
I walk on I mountain springs sometimes. You, you walk do? On mountain springs? I, okay, I tried mountain spring one time. That was after the baby. I saw you walking up mountain spring with, with Zuzu at the top. I was so like, this I girl felt, is crazy. I felt good, but guess what happened? The stitch, the yeah. middle area. Uh-huh. It was so painful after. So I, so you did I a never. C-section as well? I did a C-section. Yeah, I did a C-section. So that little, you know, that little, yeah. you know, that little area where we, where, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, man, I walked up Mountain Spring and it was okay. I felt good. Right. Um, I was like, okay, but maybe I'm ready to start. And then, girl, when the pain, like, I'm like, okay, then. So my mother is like, don't stress it, don't force it, and yeah. blah 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 blah. I went to the doctor again. They say, okay, you need to probably stay another month because the area was very sore. Why did you have to do a C-section though? Um, I had fibroids. Okay. And uh, the story is, well, according to the medical professionals. So did you do a surgical fibroids? Experts, right. Okay. So because of that, um, they don't recommend that you have natural birth. Right. They recommend that you, that they cut where The same they, area. Yeah. So right. that's how I ended up doing that. Okay. Um, yeah, but I didn't mind. Um, of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't mind that. <laughs> I know. But you know, um, it was in March. So I had Zuzu in May. In mm-hmm. March. Oh, wow. I had, what do you call it? Contractions. I didn't know. I did not know what contractions were. I did not know what to expect, Debbie. Um, I did felt you, did the you thing, think that you're going into labor? I don't know. No, I didn't think I was going into labor because let me tell you, this is the weirdest thing. So like from probably like the Wednesday, I was feeling a particular mm-hmm. way. My belly is hurting and whatever, whatever. Girl, I, I ignored the thing. I'm like, okay. I realized by Saturday it was getting a little worse. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, shit. All right, let me monitor this thing on until Sunday. So I had to work. So I decided before I go to the office, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna drive to the hospital mm-hmm. at Andrews and right. see, you know, you know, if Let's somebody can check oh, me out. Girl, because the Friday, you know, let me tell you how painful it was. Painful to the extent I couldn't stand up. Yes. So how you drive? <laughs> I don't know how I drove, but I, no, but I'm like, I'm just taking this thing very. I was like, oh. I don't know what maybe something I ate. Well, I don't know. like me. I, had, I, I drank two cup of tea <laughs> until I was my belly. I did like, do that too. I was all, I was almost on my face, and Jared said, "No, no, 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 let us go." That's to when he had a contraction. No. Yeah, man. Okay, Debbie, listen to me, girl. I bought all kinds of ginger tea. We tried different brands. We say, okay, this ginger, this so, brand is awful. This is a contraction. I did not know it was a contraction. Girl, when I went into when I went to the hospital, I had to be admitted instantly. Debbie, the nurse is like, you know, these are contractions. I'm like, oh, I said, but I have work. She <laughs> <laughs> said, but I have work. I have the news to go. Hello, I have work. I have work. She says, well, you want me going to work today because these are contractions. So anyway, she did, I was talking, but she wasn't listening to me. Mm-hmm. Then we just start to see some whole heap of people coming with all kinds of something. Um, of course, you know, these people, you have to go pay the money. Because she's like, you have to be admitted right now. Yeah. Then they called my doctor. They called my, my, my daughter's father. He was in the country at the mm-hmm. time. So he now left. And, you oh know, I'm like, God. take your time. Yeah. I mean, probably I might go home Scurvy. later and whatever. Yeah. Girl. <laughs> It was more serious than I thought. Yeah, I stayed in the hospital for three days because the my doctor said that she wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. Um, the heart 
was not developed fully. Her heart. Her heart. Zuzu's heart. Zuzu's heart. It wasn't developed fully. And these contractions are coming in like, you are ready to give birth. Girl, that is how bad oh, it was. Wow. So all so kinds of so injections. You, so, so you went into the hospital, admitted into the hospital. Yes. You didn't give birth until three days after staying in the hospital. I didn't know. Well, they had to try to contain it because okay. if I had given birth at that point, the child would not be alive because I was seven months at the time or six months. Is mm -hmm. it seven months? Seven, eight, yeah, I was, was seven, seven months. Seven right. months at the time. Because I know you and I weren't too far apart. Right. So yeah. at seven months, um, your heart, the heart isn't fully developed and some other things. So it's like this tiny. Remember, um, the child becomes full form at about between eight and nine months. Right. So I think 36 weeks, I think that was the safe period. Right, 36 right? weeks. But I was not 36 weeks. Mm -hmm. So I still had some time to go. So you so had to endure the contractions. I had to endure the contractions. So they gave me all kinds of stuff to stop the contractions. And then, um, holy for doctors, doctors, mm -hmm. doctors. They gave me some injections. They said, that, okay, if the baby comes, they're going to try this and da, 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 and yada, yada, yada. It was just a whole thing going on. And what was going and going through your mind was... I didn't even know. I didn't feel any way. I was like, what the hell? You know, yeah. because I wasn't expecting it. So this is like the second time. I tell you, Zuzu is supposed to be here. No, honestly, like she I was is supposed to be here. The child. She is definitely a miracle child, you know. And I mean, it was an interesting experience because one, I didn't because I heard that contractions felt like period cramps, mm -hmm. right? So I'm thinking, okay, I'm gonna feel as if I'm getting my period. I don't right. know, but that it, the pain is a lot more intense. It is. I didn't it know is that. Crippling. Yes, it is awful. So three days in, and so, right. did so they, they induce labor? Or no, they didn't do anything. The, the aim at the time yeah. was to stop the contractions delay, right. and um, get me back to being normal. Normal. For now. So what they did, so Zuzu came earlier. She, as in, they took her, she came two weeks before. Like psych. Yeah, <laughs> she came two weeks before <laughs> mm -hmm. because they didn't want to risk um, okay. going full term and they knew for sure that her heart was fully developed by that time by that time okay. everything seemed okay but they did not want to risk going up until 40 weeks which is the regular right, right. so Zuzu came earlier wow they couldn't wait she's like no we're gonna wait until this this is when we're gonna take her yeah it was awful I was gonna ask like, how did you deal with that though going home and was it better when you I think home? I was I think I was more in shock Mm -hmm. more than anything else because i'm like what the hell mm -hmm. and i'm talking to her and I'm like, why you want to come out now it's not your time to come out it's not your time to come out okay be patient yeah you know do you think all of that experience contributed to you probably not realizing what it was and then it manifesting in another form or perhaps yeah perhaps i think yeah i think so yeah perhaps because because remember i told you before that when the doctor thought um again is the heart what the hell is wrong with the heart mm -hmm. there was no heartbeat and he wanted to right he wanted to stage, right yeah. at the initial stage so we had that and then we had this you know yeah. so i was just relieved when you know i right. did the c-section and i had a healthy baby mm -hmm. and she's still healthy and she's still here you know but perhaps all of these things contributed to how i felt after so right. there was this 
relief that mm-hmm. okay she's good thank you jesus mm-hmm. you know let's move on yeah but yeah yeah and she's one year and four months yeah four months yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and how has months. she been she's like a fun baby she she a mad me though <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how you, you feel but Aren't you just? Isn't it just a joy to watch a development? It is. It is sometimes. It's a beautiful thing. Let me tell you the honest time. I don't really like Sai. When he wakes up before me in the mornings, oh and God. I want to sleep. What time does he wake up? He wakes up like about. So he he wakes up at about four in the morning. Right. And then he'll try to taunt me to get up with him. <laughs> yes. Um. I just ensure he doesn't fall off the bed. Right. While trying to sleep in between that. And then he probably goes back to sleep at about five. Okay. And then he's up again at about eight thirty. Oh. Yeah. How do you feel about routines? It's hard. hard. So, no, it's very, very hard. Especially because I don't... It's, it's not like I... I don't really enforce like a strict routine because I have the flexibility of working at my leisure, really. Right. So it's like, um, you know, once he wants when he wants like, and he's a child like this that like, he doesn't like to be coerced right. so you can't sit to him and say okay you're gonna eat now and only now <laughs> no Sai so gonna eat when Sai so wants to eat right. Sai so gonna move when he wants to move but I, I, I don't count it as rebellion I just think that he has that kind of personality where he's just his own little man like yeah. he's in his own little world I, I yeah you know sometimes i feel bad i'm like oh god please let my child be let, let her grow into being somebody who's patient and not just patience i don't just ask for patience debbie i hope she have manners yes because i'm so embarrassed to take her out sometimes <laughs> so let's talk <laughs> no, but she's that child though, so i know i know no, that listen. there are people judging me listen when i'm at the supermarket and she throws let's a not talk about the supermarket that's the reason why i mean bless tammy chin love her so too tammy said she doesn't <laughs> carry our children then go to the supermarket until the past two years no listen I had Sai going through the bread aisle and he saw the buns there and he went off. Mama, 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 mama. I mean, off, completely off. Them lap out in the trolley, just throw it. Them start take up everything in reach and start throwing it because he wanted the bun. And I had to open the people in bun yes. in the supermarket and give it to him. Okay? Okay. You stopped taking him now? No, I still take him. Up to the other day, I took him. Well, let me tell you what saved me. My phone with the internet and his favorite show ah, from Baby First TV. Yes. So after I put that on, like, he literally forgets that we're anywhere at all. Okay. Yeah. But oh, um, I don't, I don't. Church, you know, you can't play those things in church. So when I carry size to church, I just know so I have to go. When the pastor is about to go on stage and leave probably before the pastor come off because let's talk about church let's talk about church okay so you say you must take your children to church but if i take her to church i don't listen to the i don't get no. to listen to the sermon i am not blessed <laughs> i don't leave with the blessing debbie because i'm outside mm-hmm. i'm outside with the picnic exactly i don't hear nothing so i'm like mommy i'm gonna stop going to church don't like no don't you stop I'm like let me tell her for the past no three sense. sundays for the past few Sundays, the matter is, you know, I, I try to go when the pastor is about to take the stage, right? So I'm watching my service online. Big up G-Wave. So I'm watching the service online. And I'm, and I'm okay, so normally they play like a video or something before pastor go on stage or the praise and worship team comes on stage before right. he comes on. So once that happens, I know, okay, fine, it's time to put on size clothes in about 15 minutes or so. Pastor's going to take the stage. I can reach the church by about 10 minutes or so. Right. For the past three Sundays, every time I go to put on size clothes, he's sleeping in the pay, in the playpen. So I leave him there and I just watch the service online. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I'm not going to go through waking him up. 
And then, him got totally took a tantrum, and then we have more to deal with. But he's so adorable, though. And it's so hard to discipline him when he's so cute, though. She's, um, I don't know how to discipline yet. People are like, you need to hit her hand if she's... I don't feel comfortable. I don't. I, yeah, I have my personal reservations about that. I believe in yeah. speaking to the child. Yes. Because why is, why is... What kind of communication have been handed down to us that words are not sufficient anymore? Yes. I, I'm with you on that as well. Um, people from the old school, of the course. old school people, yeah. they're the ones who are like, no, you need to hit her, you need to slap her if she's doing something wrong. I don't think that will help because no. my sister, she used to, everything my nephew does. So you know what he did? When he goes to school and somebody does something he, he deems wrong, he hits them. Yeah. And it became a problem. And he was like about two, two or three. Mm-hmm. And then the teacher had to call her in and the teacher said, listen, you need to find another way. Of course. So what she started to do, he likes his tablet. Um, so she would take it from him. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have to find different ways different because ways. I don't think that slapping and the child I do believe that there are other ways, mm-hmm. efficient ways to mm-hmm. use. Because when I say to Sai, no. The most he'll do is jump it because, of course, you don't be surprised if would say no. So he'll jump and, ah, 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 and then he'll throw it on the thing and then run to my leg to hug me up to kind of, you know, kind of friend me back up so I can give it back to him. And that didn't bother with that, please. Stop it. Stop it, Janella. Stop it. I'm sorry. <laughs> with him honest to god sometimes like, I see when i'm like whose child are you though pressure you into having another one yes they do and you want to tell them about them and i want to tell them about their parents yes. and their grandparents yes. and their great great grandparents so wrong when are you gonna have the next child really um, my child is like don't it for me personally i don't know if i want to have another child now right if it comes okay fine but I'm not trying to be deliberate about it. No. At all. No. I'm, I'm still oh, trying to know, find my, my rhythm. She's almost two. You should have another one. No. Sai, no. Sai have rats on TV called Squeak. <laughs> so he has company. So, no, honey. All right. So what do you have to tell mothers who may be experiencing an irregularity right. um, with themselves in balancing this new journey that they're on? I'm just trying to figure out what is this all about. I think I should get help. Yeah. Just get help. Speak to other mothers. I like the avenue that you have presented mm-hmm. for other mothers. I'm really hoping that you take it to the next level. Yeah. So when I say the next level, I mean, let's organize some kind of mother day. No. Debbie, it is very, very important. It is. It is very important, especially when... You know, you're a mother, it's your first time. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing you have three, you've done it three, four times. Yeah. And even when you've done it oh, yeah, multiple times. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Every so mother will tell you I that. I think it is very important that young mothers, new mothers, mm-hmm. mothers who have two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, we need that avenue yeah. to have these discussions, mm-hmm. to speak about our um, In a very what, real, honest a, way, non judgmental Exactly. Yeah. So I'm really hoping and I wish that we did have that avenue. Yeah. I have been to some rural communities where the ladies, they go for their clinics. Yeah. And yes, the nurses, they do what they can, but they need, some of them need reinforcement. Mm-hmm. When you look at the, the age groups, 
mm -hmm. these young ladies who get pregnant mm -hmm. and the support there's none mm -hmm. they they are going through so much mm -hmm. but there is no one yeah. and they can there's no support group no nothing mm -hmm. so i hope that you yeah take it out there you know i will it's scary because the idea is so big and and the, it's huge. And the arm part <laughs> is so i'm huge. so excited though i am i am but so, it's so excited scary. it's like one of those moments when i said like, crystal <laughs> maybe your kill fear book you know like honestly God, i tell myself that i'm gonna get that book and put it right beside my bed table but my, my bedside because i go i'm gonna have to just pull on that book because Debbie, this project be is just amazing so far and i give god thanks that I answered the call and yes. called you. Yes. To get it yes. started, guys. Yeah. But thank so you for talking done. to me, honey. I will. Oh my god. And I can't wait. Okay, so 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 this is this episode is really on postpartum and um, you know, just talking about what you experienced and an update on what's been happening with you and Zuzu. Yeah. Um, and I'm hoping that we can speak to some medical practitioners to understand it from a medical perspective, what's that thing that yeah. causes us to go through that. So um, hopefully I'll be able to have a sit down chat with somebody in the medical profession right. talking about what happens with mothers there. Um, but I will be pulling on you for your other of opinions. Of course, listen, listen. You need to. You need. To, I'm the. I'm your girl. Okay. Let me know <laughs> I'm your girl. Janella. Let me tell you, Debbie. I what see your vision. Do? I see your vision. I see where you're going. Oh my God, girl! I'm so excited for you. No, no, you tell cannot. You? Like you're just killing me right now. You know I'm not killing you. I will you. just go ball right now. That's a I am not killing you. I'm really excited for you. I think that you should just go. Thank you, Nella, Nella, for talking to us. Thank wow. you, guys, for listening to our podcast. Moms can really make sure that you guys subscribe and also, if you like the episode, go ahead and uh, we have a sponsor button. Yay! Yay! So you can want to support us in 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 doing and carrying out the mission that will help so many women. Um, to tell their stories and to get help um, based on the information given, then please do support us. All right. Thank you. Bye.